Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20 Minute Books, we're diving into How to Fail at Almost Everything and Still Win Big by Scott Adams, the mastermind behind the widely acclaimed comic strip Dilbert. This enlightening read is a compelling mix of personal anecdotes and pragmatic advice, shining a light on how failure is often the bedrock of success. Adams shares the intriguing journey of his career as both a cartoonist and businessman, emphasizing that his achievements were bolstered by the many setbacks he encountered along the way. Offering more than just an autobiography, Adams imparts wisdom on how to harness one's energy effectively. He proposes that vitality is the cornerstone for continuous learning and improvement, a philosophy that resonates through the book's engaging narrative. Adams's trademark humor and insightful commentary provide a roadmap to recalibrate your approach to failure, transform your energy into productivity, and ultimately craft a more fulfilling pursuit of your goals. Adams' credentials as a New York Times bestselling author and the success of his comic strip lend credibility and allure to the fascinating strategies within these pages. How to Fail at Almost Everything and Still Win Big is an essential read for those feeling fatigued by life's trials, individuals keen on shifting their view of failure, and entrepreneurs in search of inspiration and tactical guidance. Get ready to take notes and have your perspective challenged in the most entertaining way possible. How to Fail at Almost Everything and Still Win Big Kind of the Story of My Life Introduction Unlocking the Silver Linings of Failure How Setbacks Can Lead to Success Imagine this, you're bright-eyed, full of aspirations and ideas, yet each venture you dive into seems to end in a less-than-stellar fashion. Can you relate? Well, so can Scott Adams, the mastermind behind the iconic Dilbert comic strip. Before his rise to fame, Adams navigated a seemingly endless maze of setbacks, rejections, and outright flops. He lost numerous jobs, watched his business ventures crumble, and witnessed his inventions gather dust. But as it turns out, these weren't failures. They were the raw materials for success. Each misstep, each blunder, served as a stepping stone on his journey to triumph. And the same could hold true for you. By embracing a philosophy where failures are seen not as dead ends but as critical lessons, you too could be laying down a pathway to your own big win. So buckle up and get ready to discover a new perspective, where being a jack-of-all-trades might just be more valuable than being a master of one, where the name of a failed eatery becomes a curious footnote in a story of success and where a pinch of delusion could be the unexpected ingredient that helps see you through to your goals. Part 1. Why Systems Triumph Over Goals Every Single Time You're probably familiar with the chorus of self-help gurus chanting the mantra, set your goals, but hold on, what if we've all been marching to the beat of the wrong drum? What if goals, with their alluring specificity and future promise, are actually not the golden ticket to achievement they're made out to be. In fact, they come with a couple of hefty caveats. Consider this. Goals place you in a perpetual state of waiting, constantly fixated on a future moment of success. It's a future that, as you toil away in the present, often seems frustratingly out of reach. The fruits of your labor 
are perpetually just a few more steps ahead, which can be downright demoralizing. Instead, allow me to introduce you to the powerhouse alternative, systems. Systems are the unsung heroes that thrive in the present. They are rituals and routines that you can incorporate into your daily life, rewarding you with a sense of satisfaction each time you engage with them. Scott Adams, a man intimately acquainted with the roller coaster of success and failure, stumbled upon the power of systems almost by accident. On a plane ride, he chatted with a fellow passenger who attributed his leap from employee to CEO to a simple yet profound system, continually seeking a better job. Not once did this man mention a fixed goal on his horizon. Instead, he focused on the journey, and it landed him in the corner office. But why are systems superior to goals? They're gloriously unspecific. While goals hem you in with their precision, systems celebrate progress in any form. If your goal is to shed 20 pounds by Valentine's Day, you're setting up for potential disappointment. Come up short by a pound, and you're marred by a sense of failure. Now picture a system where you commit to daily exercise, irrespective of how long you do it. This isn't just an action, it's the cultivation of a habit, a rhythm of life that keeps your motivation fired up. That was Scott Adams' secret weapon. As a burgeoning author and cartoonist, he crafted a system centered on producing content that resonated with his audience, without being tethered to a specific endpoint. Given the cascade of projects and jobs he left in his wake before Dilbert took off, it's clear that he might have been swamped by a sense of failure had he been a strict goal-setter. Thankfully, he chose the way of the system, a choice that ultimately led to his staggering success. Part 2. Jack of all trades. The key to unlocking modern success. Gone are the days when being a master of one craft guaranteed a golden ticket in the business world. Now, versatility is the name of the game. In our ever-changing landscape, a Swiss army knife of skills can be far more valuable than a single polished blade of expertise. And the best part? A multifaceted skill set doesn't dilute your value, it amplifies it. Consider Scott Adams, the quintessential example of a modern-day Renaissance man. When he first penciled Dilbert into existence, his writing, drawing, and business skills weren't earth-shattering on their own. They were competent, good enough, if you will. Yet it was this concoction of good enough skills that propelled his comic to stardom. Diversifying your abilities allows you to bob and weave through the world's constant flux, to emerge not just unscathed, but ahead of the curve. It helps you to stand out amidst a sea of singularly focused competitors. With each new skill, you add a unique hue to your palette that others might lack. While geography might dictate which skills are more immediately applicable, like the benefits of bilingualism in California, there are certain talents that are universally valuable. Command over grammar, a knack for engaging conversation, ease with technology, and competent public speaking can elevate your profile regardless of your zip code. Now let's talk about failure, the uninvited but invaluable guest on the journey to skill acquisition. Failure is less a roadblock and more a stepping stone towards self-improvement. For instance, if that first novel garners less than gleeful reviews, let the sting fuel your growth rather than smother your flame. 
your next book could be the one that lights up the literary sky. Adams himself testifies to the vital role of failing forward. He's been given the boot from jobs, saw his computer game ideas and patents collect dust, and even watched his burrito venture, Dilberito, flop spectacularly. But rather than being deflated by these setbacks, he let them be the sandpaper that smoothed his path to success. The knowledge gleaned from those flops in business and marketing did not go to waste. They became part of the rich tapestry of experiences that gave Dilbert its life and relatability. Remember, it's better to be the curator of numerous talents and occasionally stumble than to stride unfalteringly down a single, narrow path your whole life. Part 3. Combining your unique skills to carve out your niche and create exceptional work. In the face of familial expectations to tread the well-worn paths of traditional professions, forging your own trail can feel like a daunting endeavor. But the secret lies not in following someone else's map, but rather in charting a course through your own inner landscape to uncover your unique talents. Start by tuning into your passions. There's a simple truth to our interests. They often signal where our strengths lie. Reflect on what activities come naturally to you, those tasks you find both engaging and effortless. Perhaps you have an innate flair for connecting with children, or maybe you shine when tasked with unraveling complex puzzles. Dive into your past, too. Sometimes, the obsessions of our youth divulge clues to our inborn aptitudes. These early fixations can often pave the way to mastering a particular skill. Risks that you confront without a second thought can also illuminate your intrinsic abilities. A disposition towards performance or public speaking might hint that your true calling aligns with roles that place you in the limelight. Scott Adams himself discovered his predilection for drawing comics well before adulthood. As a student, he would sketch humorous vignettes even when it meant potentially landing in hot water. His compulsion to doodle, irrespective of consequences, was his beacon towards a future in cartooning. Determining your ideal vocation is an exploration, a series of trials to identify a profession that not only sparks joy, but also utilizes your distinct skills. This journey might even point you towards entrepreneurship, away from the conventional nine-to-five grind. Once you embark on monetizing an idea or a product, your mission will be to unearth its X-factor, the indefinable element that captures the imagination and enthusiasm of the consumer base. It's the driving force behind viral trends and the catalyst for word-of-mouth buzz. Just as the first iPhone's innovative design and user experience caught the world by storm, despite its initial bulkiness, locating the X-factor for your offering should become the centerpiece of your developmental efforts. In a marketplace saturated with ideas, your X-factor will not only differentiate your work, but will also imbue it with the potential for extraordinary success. Part 4. Maximize your performance by harnessing natural rhythms and creating optimal environments. It's easy to get caught in the trap of scheduled routines, to push yourself to power through tasks when you feel least inclined. But let's be honest, how often does that truly work out for you? Listening to the ebb and flow of your own energy can make a significant difference. It starts by identifying your peak moments, those golden hours when creativity surges and you feel virtually unstoppable. 
Pinpointing these times lets you align your most demanding activities with your natural spikes of vigor. By doing so, you're not just working smarter, you're working in harmony with your inner clock. But that's just part of the equation. Where you work and relax plays an equally vital role. If your couch is your sanctum of solace, keep it that way. The places you associate with relaxation should remain just that, places of peace, not stress or labor. This separation of zones is essential to maintain the sanctity of your downtime. Now let's delve into the concept of energy-giving versus energy-sapping tasks. Picture yourself as a soft robot, not in the sense of being unfeeling or mechanical, but as having specific programming that you can understand and optimize. Recognize the tasks that fuel you with enthusiasm and those that leave you feeling depleted. For instance, you might discover that organizing your space injects a dose of vitality into your routine. Alternatively, you might realize that shopping is a surefire way to drain your battery. Once you're aware of these energy patterns, you can prioritize and juggle your tasks more effectively. When Scott Adams began to see himself as this soft robot, he tapped into the power of blogging as his personal energizer. It became the activity that revved up his engine each day. Conversely, he knew to steer clear of the exhausting chore of shopping. Yet, even with the prime location and tuned-in timings, nothing works quite right without good health underpinning it all. Your health is the foundation upon which your focus and performance are built, and that is the crucial element we'll explore in our next insight. Part 5. Boosting your well-being with the dynamic duo. Diet and exercise. The journey to a healthier you often feels like an uphill battle, with dietary changes and exercise commitments testing your willpower to its limits. But what if there was a way to turn this battle into something more akin to a dance, where each step was less about sacrifice and more about finding a new rhythm for life? Consider this. The food on your plate doesn't just fill your stomach, it can dictate your mood. The food is mood hypothesis suggests that selecting certain foods over others can either energize you or send you into a slump. For instance, Processed carbs, the comfort foods we often crave, can be the culprits behind that post-lunch drowsiness. Now, the thought of swapping your favorite snacks for a pile of vegetables may not sound appealing, but here's where culinary creativity comes into play. Transform those healthy but bland eats into tantalizing treats with some clever additions. A dab of butter, a sprinkle of pepper, or a swirl of honey can elevate those nutritious choices from dull to delightful. Exercise, much like your diet, is a natural mood enhancer and a crucial component of your daily routine. Even with a calendar crammed full of commitments, finding time for physical activity pays dividends in both energy levels and mental clarity. If individual routines aren't sticking, tap into the power of community. Joining an exercise group can provide the accountability and support needed to transform intention into action like Adams's wife with her weekly tennis games, or Adams himself with his precisely scheduled Tuesday workouts, regular group activities make it harder to opt out because others are counting on your presence. And don't underestimate the power of a reward system. Just as dogs perform tricks with the promise of a treat, humans too can incentivize themselves. 
After you power through a good workout or stick to your healthy eating plan, celebrate the achievement. It doesn't have to be elaborate. A simple pleasure like a cup of coffee can serve as a fitting reward, just as it does for the author. By coupling the effects of a balanced diet with consistent exercise, you're knitting together a tapestry of habits that support both your physical and emotional well-being. Part 6. Leveraging the power of your environment and positive illusions to boost your ambitions. Ever walked into a room and felt your spirits lift or plummet based on nothing more than the vibes around you? It's a phenomenon you've likely encountered. This is known as associate energy, an almost magical form of contagion that transfers from person to person, radically affecting our own energy levels. But beyond simply acknowledging this phenomenon, what if you could harness it strategically? Here's a tactic to try. Surround yourself with the people who embody the traits or successes you aspire to achieve. It's like setting up your own personal hall of mirrors reflecting back to you the image of who you aim to become. Adams shares an anecdote about a friend with an unusual aspiration, to live amongst the wealthy so he could absorb their affluent vibes and in turn become wealthy himself. This notion may induce skeptical eyebrow raises, but consider the parallel between spending time with friends who love indulgent foods and finding your own waistline expanding. It's the same principle of influence but with a deliberate, goal-oriented twist. Before Dilbert became a household name, Adams found himself in the company of three other hopeful writers. The communal drive and creative energy in that environment likely stoked his own literary fires, even if that collaborative spark leaned a bit towards the fantastical. And here's where a dash of delusion can be useful. When it's benign and serves to sharpen your focus on your goals, the locker rooms of athletes and the green rooms of performers are filled with good luck charms and rituals that defy logic but fuel the soul. The author himself subscribes to this practice through affirmations, those repetitive, positive statements whose efficacy may lack scientific backing but abound in anecdotal success. Before Dilber had danced a single frame across the author's drawing board, Adams would recite a daily mantra, I, Scott Adams, will be a famous cartoonist. It might sound foolish or concocted, and it could very well be, but the real magic happens when these delusions inspire relentless dedication toward a vision, turning the otherwise intangible into tangible success. So why not embrace the positive illusions that drive you towards your goals? After all, they may just tip the scales in your favor. Final summary. In the tapestry of success, it's clear that the common thread isn't linear, nor is it singular. Rather, it's a rich, varied, and often tangled skein composed of failures, explorations, and the consistent pursuit of personal growth over the mirage of immediate achievement. Systems, not goals, are the engines of progress, steady, present-focused, and adaptive to the inevitable changes of life. Along this journey, cast your net wide, gather an arsenal of skills and learn from every fall. It's through this diversity of experiences and abilities that you become invaluable in ways that narrowly defined expertise cannot match. Recognize your unique talents, those energizing activities and interests that set your soul alight.
balance your work, adapt to your natural rhythms, and sustain your drive with a nutrition and fitness regimen that invigorates rather than drains. Finally, don't underestimate the environments you place yourself in or the delusions that propel many to greatness. Surround yourself with supportive, inspiring individuals, and don't be afraid to indulge in a little magical thinking if it keeps you focused and driven. It worked for a certain cartoonist who envisioned fame and achieved it. In sum, let your path to success be your own, marked with the milestones of learned lessons and the joy of the journey, rather than merely the destination. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then, happy reading and happy listening.